Welcome to Cup Talk. I'm Nick. And I'm your co-host, Mason. <laughs> How's it going, Mason? Oh. Not too bad. Not too bad, actually. Nice. How's Oklahoma's um, par- the Paris of Oklahoma treating you well? You know, it is. It's It's got its ups and downs. It's been very humid the last few days. And so that is, that's always a struggle for me coming from Utah, the dry climate. You know, I just I can't stand the feeling of like dripping sweat and not being able to dry off. You got swass all day and, long. Oh my gosh. And if you're wearing your glasses, you know, I like the spectacles and a mask and humidity. It's just like, oh, it's just perma, it's just perma fog. The lady at the cut my hair was like, you need to put vinegar in your lenses. I'm like what? She's like, you put vinegar, rub them down with vinegar and then they don't fog. And I was like, Huh. That never, thing? I've never heard that. Like, like I, uh, I did like scuba diving like lessons. Uh, you know, I got scuba certified, and uh, they teach yeah. you like sometimes in your mask you put this like jelly stuff, but they teach you that if it fogs up and you don't have anything, you spit into it, and like you wipe your spit okay. around, and then it kind of dries and it does the same thing. So one time we were on the bench, and this girl was like, "My my mask is fogging up." Her she had a bubble, and I was like spit on your hand and rub it in there. And she looked at me like, what? I was like, yeah, you just spit and then you rub it around and then it won't fog up. And she You're going to need a lot of saliva for the whole bubble, but no. <laughs> that is a lot of spit, but she did it. I, I didn't really check up on her to see if it was working, but I think it worked. So I didn't hear from her the rest of the game. So I never, uh, I never felt bold enough to rock the fishbowl, the full on bubble. Yeah, I, hockey, and I kind of like the airflow. Yeah, I, like, I don't know it, if I would do the bubble either. Like, Mark got one, my brother, when he was younger. Like, we had we went to this like it was like a bike rollerblade shop, and he got one there, and it was cool yeah. and all. But I don't think I would ever. I even thought about getting one for Alexi, but I was like, ah, I think dealing with her in like the fog would be more annoying than it benefits. So. I didn't yeah. go for the bubble, and I haven't really brought up the issue of a bubble to her because I really don't want to deal with, Dad, it's fogging. And now, like, what do we do? I get the wipe out just every five seconds. I I think it's funny that you those ones that are like the half, you know, like half bubble, half K. Have you ever seen those? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> Dude, I played against oh. this one guy. I mean, you talk about half bubble, half cage. He has a, he has a, a visor, but it's just a cage visor. <laughs> Sweet. Dude, you see the funniest thing in the men's league, man? <laughs> like, where do you even like that? get that? Like, where did you find that? Like, visor cage. <laughs> like, you have to dig around for that thing. Or did you make it yourself? You know, like... <laughs> like, he, like, like he just went out there with the grinder. Grinded yeah. <laughs> off the bottom half of the cage. I, I had one buddy that just got, like, this giant happy that was, like... It looked like a welder's mask on his helmet, you know? <laughs> like... Does that thing flip up over the top when you uh, come on the bench? Or? Yeah, when I whenever I see a bubble, it reminds me of Mighty Ducks because every kid in that movie had a bubble. Oh yeah. Well, on the That's Mighty right. Ducks, because they, you know, they had that Mr. Ducksworth that bought them all cages, and if guy's gonna buy you a cage, I guess you go for the bubble. Yeah, so you know, they made the made the bubble look pretty good in those days. <laughs> um, Maybe that's why every how kid have you been, in though. Did you guys? Oh, yeah, I've been good. So what? Did you guys? Uh, did you guys play this weekend? You know the. Yeah, we had yeah we had practice on Friday, and that went well. And then we played a uh, an early game in Kearns, I guess the Oval, seven thirty yesterday morning. So 
had to get up early for that. And uh, it was it was a decent game. We uh, started out really good. We scored the first two goals, and then they tied it up. We went into the, the first intermission, I think, tied up. And then we scored one, and they scored another. No, rewind. We went into the first intermission up 2-0. And then we started the second period off, and they scored two right at the beginning, so that kind of deflated us. Then we yeah, scored another man. one in the in the second, and then they scored one with like a minute left, and there was like less than a minute left. So I was like, you know, just stay out there, line, and then they got scored on again. So we ended up going to the third down one, four to three, but we went went really south. After that, we uh, ended up losing, I think, 8-3 or something. It wasn't a good finish. Oh, man. When we usually play good in the third, and I told the kids before the game, like, hey, let's play the first like we usually play the third, but apparently we played the third like we usually play the first. So <laughs> You did this little vice versa thing. Had a good, <laughs> yeah, had we, a good first. Yeah, we uh, used up all of our third period playing, you know, skill on the first period and didn't have anything left for the third, so... After the game, and you guys had to make the trek. Yeah, so I after the game, I told the kids like, "Hey, did we play a good first period?" And the kids were like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Did we play a good second period?" And they're like, "Yeah." It was kind of a split, you know, <laughs> on that yeah. one. And then I was like, "Did we yeah. play a good yeah. third?" And they're like, "No, <laughs> not at all." <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> at least they understand that. Yeah, the, I try not to like rail the kids after a loss, like. Ugh! It's like the game's over at that point. So. What were you doing out there? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it didn't go as well as we hoped, but we played a pretty good game for the first two periods, so I was happy about that. And I guess we'll get them next time. At least you guys got to play this weekend. Yeah, it was a good. It was a good time. I mean, it's it was seven thirty on a Saturday morning, so a little early, but it worked out. Yeah, to get was that in Kearns too? You had to make the. Yeah, dude, the oval, the oval is my least favorite Earth. ring to play at, because like it's, it's way it's, out there. It's forever out there, and then once you get in the parking lot, you realize the parking lot is forever from the front doors. Like you got to walk. Oh, yeah, it's a trek from the parking lot to the front doors, and once you make it in the front doors, it's a trek to the locker room. Like even if you're upstairs, you got to walk all the way through that. You know, that lobby that Mm -hmm. I guess it's a lobby. It's more like a really long hallway to the locker room upstairs. And if your locker room's downstairs, you got to go down the stairs to your locker room. And then once you get dressed, it's an even longer trek to the ice. If you're upstairs, you got to go down the stairs, through that long hallway, up the stairs, around the ice rink, and then onto the rink. So, yeah. It was always the hardest telling people, like, trying to tell people, explain to them how to watch your game at the Oval. Yeah. They got to do all that same stuff, but then there's, like, another real staircase way in the back of that basement yeah. staircase, you know, to come up where you come up the rink. It's like, this is where you go to get to the bleachers. Yeah, you got to yeah, go go past the one it looks like know. you – go past the one you look like you should go up, and behind there, there's another secret stairwell. Yeah. There's like a, it's just a single door that looks like it's employees only, but that's where you go up to go watch a game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely it's not close to any freeway. No, it's like I said, it's forever out there, forever from the parking lot to the front doors, forever from the front doors to the locker room, and forever from the locker room to the ice. And then if you yeah. lose, 
making that trek back down those stairs. Oh, that's a long, it's a long walk to the locker room. Like a, yeah, a walk of shame thinking of everything yeah. that went wrong. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're playing goalie, it's like walking up and down stairs in goalie gear is not the easiest thing. Oh dude. Yeah. I've never thought about it like that as a goalie. Yeah. yeah. Just like stairs are not fun to in, <laughs> in goalie gear. <laughs> yeah. You're just trying, you can't really <laughs> see your sucks. toes. So you just, hopefully you're, you're on the stairs. You're just hoping, like, please don't fall. Please don't fall. Like, don't we got fall, 40 stairs. <laughs> yeah. we got to make them down, all of them. <laughs> yeah. When, when I always walk back with the team, I always, like, walk next to the goalie. That way he, I make sure he gets there because uh, it's a long walk for a little, right. for We're a gonna little be doing goalie. That. <laughs> yeah, that was, the, that was the Friday, I mean, the Saturday morning game. It's all right. I had a, had a men's league game on Friday night. So I played men's league. You know, our game started at 1045. Got off the ice at midnight and then had to be back to the Oval at 7 o'clock the next morning. So, <laughs> Oh, that's a good Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Right it's, we, right we into it the next we, day. We cram all of our hockey for the week in like a 48-hour like period because we have practice at 4.30 on Friday. And then if I have a game, it's Friday night. And then we have an early Saturday morning game. And then sometimes we have a late Saturday game, but we didn't this week. And then oh, Lexi yeah. just – I think it was practice on Friday nights too. Yeah. yeah, and then Lexi just barely started uh, doing some Lady Grizzly stuff out at Cottonwood, so we had a drive there this morning up to Cottonwood. So literally, I went to the ice rink four times this weekend in like 48 hours, <laughs> and then the rest so of the you, week so got... You saw like <laughs> ice rinks across the whole Salt Lake Valley. Yeah, that's Dude, usually I how know. Friday to, I guess now Sunday goes, rink after rink after rink. Lexi, on our way home Where today... Where are you playing at Friday, is that... I just play in Bountiful. Bountiful. Yeah. So Lexi today was like, we drove this road already the other day. And I was like, yeah, we drove it like three times in the last three days. <laughs> so Now you remember it, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, did you see, like, it looks like, uh, you know, there's some junior hockey going on for these Utah teams. Yeah, you want to jump into the junior yeah. hockey right now? Yeah, let's, let's talk it. All right. Well, yeah, I... I saw that uh, the Mustangs had it. It seemed like the Eagles were just in town, and everyone kind of played the Eagles. And they were getting smacked around. Yeah. yeah so they <laughs> they lost to the what the Mustangs on Friday, and then on Saturday, or was it Thursday? Lost to the yeah Mustangs, they lost. And then the, they lo- yeah, then the Outliers. And then they lost Friday and Saturday to the Outliers. But and then they played today against the Mustangs again. Yeah, but did you hear the score? I did not see it yet. No. So apparently, like I was just talking with the other guy I coach with, and he had to run to the Mustangs game because apparently his son has been going to the Mustangs game. He's been wearing this gold suit, and they've been winning. And today he didn't wear his. He didn't didn't wear his gold suit, and the Eagles. When I when I last looked, I said the second period was over, and I think they were down five to three. The Mustangs were, or five two, and. uh, yeah, they were down 5-2 after the second, and he's like, yeah, I had to run up the gold suit, but it didn't. turned out it didn't work, and they lost. So the Eagles got one win out of the trip. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so, yeah, they came out 1-3, and three, you know? <laughs> yeah, like 1-W to roll out of the and state the, of Utah. Yeah, so but they got smacked but around the, the other uh, games. but Mustangs moved ahead of them in the standings. They're number two in the Mountain Division now. Were the Eagles it's number the one net. before that? 20, I believe Eagles were in the second spot. Oh, and okay, okay. It was uh Pueblo. Pueblo Bowls out of Colorado. They're yeah. the top spot and 
Um, and they played Provo anyways, this yeah, weekend, the, the, right? Yeah, and Provo went down there and smacked them twice. Dang. I don't know how their game went today, though. The last I, last I checked, last I checked, it was three one, um, Provo after the second. So they right. might get a three zero sweep. Yeah, on number one, number one team. Yeah, or with number one in their you know little division, the mountain yeah, division. So right, that's good when you know you guys can trade around wins and teams go up and down. That means it's good time going. It's, on. Yeah, like it, it's a lot closer than it may look. You know, when you yeah. see one team with way more points and wins. I think. Provo is a first-year team, so it seems like they've been making some roster additions and moves and kind of starting to get get it going, you know, this year. I, th- I think all those teams, like, just make roster moves on the daily, like new kids in but, Yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew a kid that was playing when it was still the Salt Lake Moose before they switched to Outliers, and I think he got traded to, like, New Mexico for the <laughs> remainder of the season because <laughs> he wasn't getting any playing time. They're like, you can go out there and actually be on the ice, you know, like he was scratching. Like, you'll finish there. And then come back next season, and we'll try and get you on for your like second but, year. But he was like, "Where are you? Where was I traded? New Mexico? Wait, I gotta, I gotta go to New Mexico. I gotta, yeah, I gotta move to New Mexico. I actually drove to New Mexico, um, last September. Not this, not this last of se- September, but the September before that. So it's not the most exciting place. I've, I've never done that. My, uh, my cousin did the. Uh, Farmington, New Mexico mission. Dude, my my, home. my nephew's on that mission right now. Hanging out on the res? Yeah, hanging out <laughs> on the res. <laughs> so, so yeah, actually, oh, that's cool. Actually. That's actually where I drove to was Farmington, New Mexico last September. Oh, okay. So a year and a half ago, we went to Farmington. It was a quick back yeah, and they, forth. They kind of go around all that four corners area down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. My nephew, he he's from here in Utah, and he went on his mission to Utah for part of it. <laughs> Same with my cousin, yeah, from yeah. Utah. And when you hear it, you're like, there's a Farmington, New Mexico? Yeah. I didn't even know that. But talk about his experience. It sounded like a pretty cool like culture experience yeah. down there. Um, I was asking my thought, maybe like reservation food, like you get some sweet like Navajo tacos or something, you know, and he's like, no, it's more like whatever they can find boiled in a pot, you know, like <laughs> some kind of nasty stew was like the res food. I was like, oh, yeah, so good luck with that, you know. <laughs> Autumn actually used to live in Farmington, New Mexico. Oh, did she? Yeah. So. Oh, wait, this, you guys have told me a story about this, I yeah, believe. Yeah, Right, did you guys make the uh, casket drop, casket yeah, run yeah, in there? Yeah, the casket run. To grab her dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of an interesting thing. <laughs> that might thing. be like another story. Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a long sure. story to go down. <laughs> another day. <laughs> Put but that yeah, on another day. Interesting story, yeah. Yeah, so. But yeah, there was a lot of junior hockey going on in Utah this weekend. Also, the Grizzlies played. They weren't in Utah, but they played this weekend. Yeah, and they uh, finally lost a game against Rapid City yesterday. Yeah, it was a, it was a it close was one. Five straight. Yeah. So they split the weekend yeah. in... South Dakota, the lovely South Dakota. <laughs> yeah, they they won three two on Friday and then lost four five yesterday. Yeah, in overtime. But oh, it was an overtime. Was awesome. Yeah, in overtime. Oh, Rapid City sealed it. So it was a tight game. It was like I believe it was two zero after the first for uh, Rapid City. Then the Grizzlies came back, tied it two two. They both split the third, went in four four to OT, and Rapid City ended it pretty early like 35 seconds in but here's what i thought was awesome especially for utah fans local boy jared pike got his first goal of the season 
oh, really? in the second period to tie it two to two. Yeah. For and the for the Grizzlies. The, the, for the Grizzlies, yeah. Oh nice. And I hadn't I actually it was and I was getting worried, so I had not seen him on the roster the last couple of weeks actually. You know, like the roster updates a lot. And yeah. A lot of times they'll post their whole roster every time they post yeah. like a story. Yeah. And I didn't see his name and I was like, Did he get cut away already? And you know, I was like thinking about like we talk about that like oh man jared pike's not on the team anymore but yeah he made it on the score sheet that was first goal you know <laughs> there you go hopefully local he can, team. hopefully he can stick with it yeah you know it, it's cool to see yeah he's a four-year player at american international college i didn't really know that was a school until uh i saw him come you know sign for the team and <laughs> realized that's where he played four years of his d1 hockey but yeah hopefully he gets it you know continues the streak maybe and uh you know has a good season here from here on out. This was, his, this was his slump buster. Right. Sometimes you just got to bust the slump. And another big news I, I saw come out. Did you see this goalie that got swept from the, the Grizzlies? Parker Gahagan. He'd only played three games. Yeah. But he got recalled to Colorado, and they signed him. He was a former West Point Knight, you know, like Army yeah, yeah, goalie. Yeah, yeah. He played for, he's one of the ones we signed. They The Grizzlies signed just recently from uh, Newfoundland the Growlers. Yeah, so it looks like they gave him a, a shot, and then they've signed him according to their website. And there was a few other players that got called up with him. Uh, rookie, was it Charlie Gerard and his fellow teammate from Man- Minnesota Mankato, Ian Sheed, and then Matt Apt. Um, but I haven't heard if any of those guys got picked up or not, and I can't find on their stuff, but. Charlie Gerard was having a pretty cool year. He's a, a rookie signed out of Minnesota Mankato, and he's leading the team in goals of five and was like eighth in rookie scoring. Eighth and the, and the AHL's been going for, what, like three weeks? No, they start on February 6th. Oh, they haven't started yet. Like No, I yeah, I was surprised by that. I thought the AHL had already been going. I thought I saw some games. Maybe maybe I was wrong. It was the old replays or, maybe, or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it has started, but the Eagles don't start till the 6th. Oh, okay, okay. Or fifth or sixth, some somewhere around there. Um, that See, I guess but... I guess we really got to get that Flow TV subscription because I'm slacking on these right. games. <laughs> and maybe I need to mention that. Oh, so I don't I don't have the Flow hockey either. And I thought about <laughs> it. I, I did listen to the last Saturday's game or Friday's game on Mixler for a little bit. There you go on the on the Mixler site. See, you know, fr- like I said, Friday nights, podcast. man. They're they're busy nights. But that's hard for you, yeah. But um, I need to get better on that. Yeah, we, we can look at the flow hockey. But, yeah, I guess we don't really mention this that often, but, the, yeah, the affiliate of the Colorado Avalanche, East HL, YouTube, Utah Grizzlies, so Colorado Eagles will be the next team in the AHL and then up to the Avs. Which, which is kind of sucks the because the Eagles became an ECHL team a couple of, like less than 10 years ago, and yeah, then they got, they, were, they got brought up. But it seems like most of those NHL teams are doing that, like getting an AHL team that's close by so they can pull their guys really quick rather than like when the Grizzlies were the Dallas Stars, like affiliate, like I know. <laughs> send them up and One down year from they were Utah. The Islanders. Yeah, the Islanders <laughs> like were back in the day. Or 2009, somewhere around there, it was like Islanders. Well, that, like, they oh, were the ECHL then, but I'm talking the AHL because, I mean, ECHL, they got go to they gotta go to Bridgeport and then go to the Islanders. And when they were the affiliates of the Islanders, but when they were the the stars, it was that's a not a very quick they, drive. Oh yeah, were they the A for the AHL team for the stars? Yeah, that's when oh, Mike okay. Smith played for the Grizzlies. That's, that's 
it's right. Yeah. So Mike Smith played for Grizzlies, and then he went up to the Stars, and then he made his rounds through the whole NHL. And Dude, I really wish, yeah, I think it would be it'd be awesome if one of these teams would pick up Utah as their AHL team. I did have to do some swapping around now, but like that, the, the Maverick Center is like so well suited for a, a big team, and like they've actually garnered a you know get a pretty good following there now. You know, like you don't sell out the whole like twelve thousand capacity it is or whatever, but you know that lower bowl will be pretty good, pretty packed. Yeah, it would like, be, it'd be great. It'd be awesome. I I think they've like had the most like fans over the last like ten years than any other ECHL team. I saw some stat about yeah, that. I need to find I that. Part of that static. is also with that big. They have the biggest barn. <laughs> they don't have the biggest because the I think the Kansas City team is playing in like a. Like a uh, vivid oh, okay. you know, arena, like they built this brand new arena there, and then also there's some teams that play. I wonder if the Marlies might. I don't know if Toronto Marlies. They have a pretty decent. I've been to the Toronto Marlies. Like so. I've been to a Marlies game, yeah, because we went to Toronto five years ago for our fifth anniversary, and I we thought Toronto was going to play in the playoffs that year, like every other year, but. <laughs> those are those are the those dropped. are the heartbreak years, you know. So we went up there and it was first round of the playoffs. Like, oh dude, they're for sure gonna be in the playoffs. And sure enough, the Maple Leafs weren't in the playoffs. So we went to a Marley's game instead. So at the Rico Coliseum is what it's called. But it was a it was I a guess pretty... I made the jump there. E C to A. I was thinking for some reason they're on the same level. Like yeah, and yeah. Marley's, but yeah. Marley's are the A and the HL. So the the Growlers are the Step down from the the Marlies. Oh, is that the Newfoundland team? Yeah, so that's the Toronto ECHL team, but they're not playing this year. So there's a lot of teams sharing ECHL teams and AHL teams this year. Yeah, as we get back to more normal, maybe in the future. But yeah, there's what, 13 ECHL teams playing right now. Yeah, but then you talked that we there's a couple that are expanding, right? Um, I think there's or, a few that are going to start playing. To keep, I know, in, I know. But... They they extended the schedule for the season. They were going to extend it just to February, but they extended it into like April or March. I believe is when the season is scheduled out to. Oh, nice! I hadn't seen that. That's that's a pretty cool update. Yeah, it's good to so. know that they're guaranteed until then, at least. I think it's the rest of the season, so get a it's lot more hockey. The HL. It's hard at that level to not have any income in a season. You know, yeah, because the... these salary caps are not very high for these teams. Yeah, and it looks like the Grizzlies have been doing pretty well by getting people there. It's not yeah, full, but it's not supposed to be full. But it looks like there's a decent amount of people there. I mean, you got people sitting up in the 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 second level, upper tier. Yeah, you got people spread out throughout the whole barn. So that's good to hear. I mean, good to see that they're you, getting people there. Yeah, have you ever seen that like hype man that goes to the Grizzlies games? Dude, he's, he, uh, he's been all over. Like he was he, at the the Golden Knights game, I think, when I went there, or I saw him on TV. What? Yeah, the really? high, the guy who like takes off his t shirts and like throws them and and like comes up to like every section and was like, "Or you say Utah, you say Grizzlies." Are we talking Utah, about the Grizzlies. like really hyper kind of chubby he's, guy uh, or the older guy? Uh, Older African American, yeah, uh, okay, male guy, yeah. So no, 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 no. He's the, then, he's then, the best, and I. So okay, go ahead. I, I don't know. I just saw. I just remember going to the games, and he would. He just would go up and down and get everybody into it. And then I went to a game. The next last time I went to a game, it was the uh, 
2018-19 it's been a little while but he was on the ice like he was part of the uh you know the program or something like that like they were inviting him on between periods you know i was like whoa good for this guy yeah so no no i was thinking about a different guy that was this okay kind of more energetic whatever but this guy so i he must work for the events center they they hire guys because i went to yeah. i went to a rise against concert out of usana and I was like trying to get into the pit, and he was the guy that was like the guard for the pit. Oh no! And way. I recognized him. I was like, "Dude, you talk wrestling guy." And he's like, "I don't care who the fuck you are. You're getting out of here." <laughs> <laughs> so he's got his game. He was on. about to just beat the crap out of me right then and there at the concert. I was I just trying to tell him that you. I was just about to tell him that I was like, "Dude, I." I see you at the Grizzly Games all the time. And he was just going to... I'm a huge fan. He was just about to <laughs> drop me right there in the aisle at the USANA. <laughs> He's like, whatever. I know your game. You're looking for a weak point. In my armor, you're trying to get by me. <laughs> you're not getting in the pit. <laughs> no. Nobody in the pit. Not today, Nick. Not today. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. Right. So, hype guy. <laughs> Almost beat me up. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. That's a great story, man. I didn't know that. Yeah, I just remember getting super pumped when he would come around. I was like, I didn't. I was like, man, that's awesome. So we need to get this crowd going, you know. And then he'd always have these like random grizzly jerseys on. Like I think he'd buy those ones they auction off, you know. Like, yeah, they just hook him up, or maybe they hooked him up with him. But he always had a different, maybe. you know, one of the special like night had, like, jerseys, breast cancer pink ones. Yeah, special yeah. nights. Yep had some pretty cool special nights like the star wars not like they did c3po yeah those ones one were, those ones might have been the best looking ones because like they did batman and they looked cool but they it didn't work as well as like the the c3po yeah. ones i've seen one time they did a military one where they wore the full like dress blues it looked like the dress oh, uniform I think that and was it was so game. weird it looked like a, <laughs> a suit it was it was okay but it was like very strange to watch you know because you just like you know, the whole pants and socks look like one unit, right? And you're just yeah. like, looked like they're throwing playing, me off, man. <laughs> looked like they were playing roller hockey out there. Yeah, they were in the sweatpants. Or... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So the, the Grizzlies are going to be back home this weekend for, uh, I, think it's, yeah. I think it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. It's the 29th, right. 30th, and 31st. So is that a Thursday? think you're right or are they playing the monday game what, no what it'd be 29th 30th and oh, 21st yeah. so I don't At 28th think. or the 30th yeah okay yeah so you know utah fans your tickets are available at uh, 801-988-8000 or com. with that 1800 fan cap you know make it happen let's get fill out quick. the uh covid capacity yeah well when you're back in town mason we're definitely going to a game Oh yeah, and then we're gonna talk about the fan experience. That's right. What it's like gonna... right now. What what is you know what do you experience with COVID and social distancing and masks? Yeah. So we'll. Get... I want to say I heard you could get food ordered to your seat, but I don't know on that one. I don't know. I haven't confirmed. It's like club section everywhere. Something like that. Yeah. Or like you can order like on through an app or. Have you ever? I want to s- say it was like online. Have you ever mm-hmm. sat in a club section at like arena where like they, they bring you the menu and like you order? No, I've never gone that classy. Oh, we one time we went to a Kings game and I think we bought the club seats for like eight bucks. It was before the Kings had won a cup, so it was pretty cheap. 
And oh, we that's sat in, awesome. And we sat in the club section, and it was it's pretty cool. Like, you'd ride your own elevator up, you know, like everybody else is getting on this packed elevator, and you, like, step on this one to the left and go up to the secret level, and they come down to your, you know, seat and take your order. But I've actually sat at the club section a lot at the Honda Center watching the Ducks. Oh, that's we, really cool. Well, we usually, we usually sit the handicap for autumn and in the club section the floor is carpet <laughs> so oh, when you nice. have so when you have kids they like get down on the ground and you're a little it's probably dirty carpet but you know it's in your mind it's yeah. less dirty than the concrete floor no this is like our living room guys go for it <laughs> just go for it man <laughs> but yeah so like they, they come and take your order and it's awesome because then you got the kids and you don't gotta go stand in line and then once it's your turn like okay what do you want they're like um, chicken fingers. Like they don't got chicken fingers here. The chicken fingers are down the hall. <laughs> You're like, dang it, the game's starting, and I can't see on this little TV. Yeah, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you got. You already got. But you and the lines for the bathrooms are a lot less long, so that's definitely the best. Yeah, that, There's not like you got to like run. Like, great way to do it. You're like when it's like one minute left in the period. And you're like, all right, bathroom time. <laughs> got to beat the crowd. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> on the regular level. I know, it's so. just like a race. You just like, <laughs> it's great, like game on. Like, come on. Yeah. We want to make it back for the next period before the Zam gets off or whatever. Every every time you go to an NHL game, in, in between the intermission, you're like, all right, am I going to get food or go pee? And I can't do both. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to miss the rest of the game. I, I got both. 18 minutes, and you can only accomplish one of those things in 18 minutes, and that's barely accomplishing that's, it. <laughs> I know. And even at a Utah Grizzlies game where it's like not – you know, ever to a sold out to capacity or whatever, you still have that. That um, you're, yeah, like, that you're struggle. like you're struggling to get your food and your you know pee break before the game gets back on. Oh yeah. So yeah, so next weekend Grizzlies are back in Utah. So what are we going? What are we going? News. What are we going to next, Mason? Um. So you talked a little beer league. Um men's league already that you had a game on friday do you guys win your game on friday you know i i no i'm still not playing anything yeah so we we didn't win and it was not good like okay well it was a bad loss after the first period it was 1-1 and then halfway through the game it was 2-1 we were down 2-1 and then the second half of the game i might have let in like Eight or nine goals, I lost track. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it was a little bit. It there, was huh? terrible, man. It was, it was bad. It was, and <laughs> I feel when when your defense comes back, like, hey, man, we're playing bad D, and you're like, you you don't know what to say as a goalie. You're like, yeah, yeah. it's it's terrible. Like I watched an old sixty-year-old dude just walk seven guys, or not seven, but it felt like he walked seven because he just walking <laughs> all over him. But he just literally walked up past three of our guys. He's that's more that more happen. credit to this old guy that was playing. He's he's an old guy, he's a nice guy, but uh, he just walked he's guys half his age. Team, huh? Yeah, and it was like, come on, guys. But whatever, it's, it's men's league in front of the net. Yeah, it's men's league. That's that's gonna happen. So. You it wasn't a good. It wasn't a, a good finish, but it was a fun first half of the game. So this weekend was yeah. was full of uh, third period meltdowns <laughs> for me. <laughs> third period meltdowns. <laughs> third yeah. period meltdowns. Usually it happens sometimes. And I usually play my best hockey in the third. It's usually the second period where I 
have my meltdowns, but this this game it was second half of the second my, and the third. I feel you. Before my men's league got canned last year with COVID, I think we were always second period was always a struggle. It was like we could score like five in the first and be up like five zero, and then it'd be like four or five at the end of the second. You're like, <laughs> oh man, oh man, now What's it's a game. On? Now it's a game. Okay, all right, dude, who scored all? Four of our goals in the first. I need you to come back. <laughs> five of our goals. I need you to give us more. Yeah. No, but so that on was a, huh? on a separate. Uh, this kind of reminded me of. So you you tried out. You played for these guys in this division for a little bit there. We talked about that, but it looks like I didn't realize the Park City Pioneers, and there's now a Utah County Blizzard. Of, yeah. You know, the, yeah. EDHL slash MWHL, whatever the men's check league that they play in out there. And uh, those guys played, looks like back early in December in Park City, won like nine to two and 13 to two. <laughs> but I couldn't find a whole lot of like what's going to happen in the future. The parks, they have a Facebook page if you search like Park City Pioneers, you know, or the Utah County Blizzard. But I didn't know those, those guys are still around right now or like going. I know Park City's been pretty consistent since like 2009 i think i think they're the only consistent team in that like league yeah they i think so like through and especially in utah and then they were like they did the senior grizzlies for a year or two whatever where they were like kind of had the affiliation we mentioned that last week but it was yeah. like yeah you can stay for the 10 30 senior grizzlies <laughs> game <laughs> and everyone's Ooh. like no no uh, hard pass hard yeah. pass I've seen the one time we played out last last year we played out in Provo and they had a game after our youth game and saw the guys setting up like all the banners and he was wearing a suit so okay. he must have been official guy so okay I mean it's, it's it's one of those things where yeah like it's as awesome as you want to make it you know you want to set up your own little <laughs> logos or you want to like have a team's website and pictures like. It's all you know i'm all for it i'm all for it, it. I, I like it's, it's cool though yeah I, I like the guys who just keep it going i mean you got to be able to take the the lighter side of it like you know get people making fun of you because you're still trying to make it yeah. and you know this whatever this league is now but and it's but it's fun it's fun to play in it's fun to watch so it's just more hockey so i'm down with that when i see it i'm like man that would be sick but yeah i I, uh, it's those games, like the the pretty physical men's league games now that remind me like, ah, uh, no. Because like, even when I take like two or three, you know, good hits and just a regular men's league game in front of the net, sometimes just collisions, you know, like the next day I'm like, ah, oh, <laughs> you know, like feeling a little bit like my back and like yeah. walking. And I'm like, I'm only, I'm only 28, but I'm still, I get a little rickety there. And I'm like, dude, if I played in a Czech game nowadays, oof, and if I got blasted, I would be, hard be to more worried about if I take a whole week. Yeah, I'd be more worried if I, if I was skating in that, like, for the guy who just wants to, like, hurt people. Like, right. There's got to be that guy who's like, dude, I'm, I'm pretty decent on skates, but I just want to wreck somebody. Right. Like, he, he's just out there <laughs> for that. Like, he doesn't do anything but stand in front of the net like a straight goon. Yeah. But, yeah, and he's like, let's drop him. And you're like, no, no, bro. My wife's up there. My, my, my kids are up there. <laughs> I got a really early day at work tomorrow or on Monday. I know that's what you guys got to remind people at men's league. It's like, dude, we all got to wake up for work in the morning. Let's let's cut, tone it down yeah. a little bit. <laughs> the scouts are not here. Matter of fact, pretty much nobody's here. 
person if they're not related to you. Yeah, when those high school kids or ex-college kids show up for men's league and they just like burning everybody. You're like, dude, there's no I, scout. There's no scouts. <laughs> I know. And then there's always those ringers that people pick up like in the playoffs, trying like, no, that he was rostered all season. Yeah. I swear his name's Ted. He's 35 <laughs> or something, you know. The kid he, can he, barely. You're like, dude, that kid. Hasn't grown facial hair yet. You know, he has a peach fuzz hanging from his chin. That's right. I bet, you know, he's not even got hair down low. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. They just come and, like, somehow the worst team, you know, goes all the way to the semis or quarters. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, okay. One, one guy gets eight or nine goals a game. You're like, man, that one guy. That's all they got is one guy. It was someone's son or nephew or something, you know, yeah. Hey, dude, I got a buddy. I got a buddy. Everybody's got a buddy on a on a men's league team. <laughs> it's it's for real, and it, it's it's a matter of if you can get that buddy to show up, and if you can get him to pay. Yeah, that's the like challenge. we need that buddy at the beginning of the season, and we need two hundred dollars from that buddy, and then he yeah. can be our buddy in the playoffs. <laughs> and then we can succeed all year long. <laughs> that's that's right. Then we don't have to come in last place. You know, I mean, everybody makes the playoffs, right? In men's league, well, most men's leagues, I think. Easy, yeah. Salt Lake County always does the you know two loss elimination too, make it pretty uh, user friendly. So you get like the winners bracket, and losers bracket. Yeah, I do remember that when we played. I played our team played one year in the men's league out there, and it was like the men's league was like three months long, and then the playoffs were like three months long. And you're like, wow, that's a playoff. They, they make a long bracket. Yeah, I made it out of that loser's bracket one time we lost in like the i think the first or second game to like the top team and we had it you it takes so much games to make it back to the championship game when you play on a loser's bracket it's kind of fun but like the last week you usually have like a a sunday and then a monday tuesday and wednesday game or something like that or like three <laughs> or four days straight you're yeah. like oh my gosh and then you play that next sunday yeah and you have to win twice and you're just like oh yeah, the the, the the double elimination is always that lose twice at the end. Like, it really takes like the the umph out of the championship game. It's like it's championship game, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I was on the receiving end of the losing twice one time, and that oh, was rough. really? You guys went and in as the top in some team, ringers, dude. Oh yeah. man, Jason Miranda and the uh, Thirsty Dogs. Oh. They were the chippiest team in the league too at the time, and they. <laughs> But they stacked the deck, man. It was well in the first game. We probably would have beat them, but our like top players had to miss for some reason. Like so, we were down, and then they brought in like these random dudes that I hadn't seen all year. And then in the the next game, the championship championship game, they had like even more like <laughs> random dudes. Like one had just got done, I think, playing at the U oh, for their man. club team, and it was like, oh my gosh, it and it got out of hand pretty pretty quick i think they beat us pretty good but it was just like it wasn't really their team you know but you're like whatever dude well i mean skill skill matters in men's league but dude stamina you know outweighs anything if you got a guy that can just go every shift and never gets tired that's what it was it was like they had like this 18 year old kid that played for that west coast renegades team the triple a team in utah right now and he just finished his season i think or something like that and he scored three of their four or three of their five and got the ot winner on like a wraparound with it just pure speed you're like that's just the kid has lungs man yeah they went and hung up flyers at every rink in utah was like help wanted (laughs) you don't have (laughs) to pay you don't have to pay i'm not doing anything this weekend yeah that's right 
We'll even we'll even come pick you up. Exactly. We'll make everything happen. We'll send a limo or something though. We just want, in the car. We just want our picture on the website. Yeah, that little like <laughs> twelve megapixel digital yeah. camera the, photo that goes in the display case at a court yeah, eye center. Because that's all you get when you win men's league is a picture on the website usually. And your team gets a little plate on their trophy. Oh, they you do, get like, you get a plate on the trophy. Yeah, they they like they put the teams on there each year and yeah. So you and you you don't get a you don't get to take that thing, but you you know get it in your locker room for that time period after you win. So one time we were we were playing in the <clears throat> we were we were playing in the Provo Men's League, and this yeah. is, this was the start of the Beavers. This was the Beavers' first season. And we we were we won the championship, and Kyle got arrested <laughs> outside the arena. Oh, that's right! While You're we were while we were getting our picture taken with this cup they had, and we you know we got our they actually gave free T-shirts at the Provo League that year, so we got Kyle's getting arrested. We're getting our picture taken, and like we're. Getting, we're having fun in the locker room, and then it was like, "Oh, Kyle just got arrested!" And like, what? And so, we're like hurrying, getting undressed, and I took the cup, like this this award cup, and I shoved it in my bag, and I just thought that's you know we we got that, and then yeah. we were, as we're walking out, my mom was just standing there. My mom doesn't come to a lot of games, and she was just like, "Just go, <laughs> just go," and I was like, "I ain't just going," <laughs> and so I ended up talking to the guy and stuff, and he mentioned the. I think your mom I, was trying I, to tell you this. Yeah, that's I, funny. Like I like <laughs> your mom. and I grabbed the cup and I was like, "We don't even want this." He's like, "You don't get to take it." <laughs> and he's like, "I was like, oh, oh well, well, here you that go." Kind of took the <laughs> went out of my yeah. I was just giving it back then. You're right. Yeah, but I literally yeah, had I don't it even want my, my name on it. <laughs> yeah, we had it in our bag ready to go, but that was an that's eventful uh, end of our Provo Provo career, I guess. Was Kyle getting you arrested? Guys, the Beavers. <laughs> Has been all over, man. Yeah, the well, the best part about Kyle getting arrested is Kyle's like five foot seven, and in Provo they brought out like twelve cops to arrest a fifteen year old five foot seven kid. They went straight, like, <laughs> yeah. I, no, actually, I, I was going to say something that I can't say, but yeah, they they freaking just tried to they brought in the whole SWAT team on him. On. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one guy. We think he's on PCP or something. You know? <laughs> he's dangerous in Provo. And the best part about why they called the cops on him is uh, he had a, a T-shirt with the F-word on it. <laughs> well, in Utah County. That, that was like, it. What? It just, what? Said, just said F the Tukes on it. And the lady That's in the hilarious. box like called the cops because she felt like she was in danger. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that's, that's Utah County, Utah, man. That's Provo area. That's funny. Yeah. I'm in danger. And I'm, she's like across She's like across the ice in the box. Like yeah, you, she was in the box. And she looks up, sees the F word. I'm in danger. Somebody send help. Police over here. And the Provo police, you know, probably doing nothing, you know. Yeah, it's Friday <laughs> like, night. Get all 12 there. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> we got a delinquent minor. Yeah, it's not that the BYU guys had too much ice cream in the dorms this year, you know, this night. <laughs> Link with minor. The it's ice a men's game. league hockey game. So Peaks Ice Arena, it's going down. That was the that was the start of the Beavers, but yeah, we've been all over since then. That's awesome. Yeah, you guys, what? Yeah, Provo, you've been in Salt Lake County. Yeah, Bountiful League, 
Ogden. All yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. I guess we got to go hit up Logan next. Do they have a men's league up in Logan? I've never actually yeah. looked into it. Yeah. That. Yeah. They do have a men's league up in Logan. Some of the some of the Beavers actually play in there right now since the Beavers are not currently playing. Dude. So. Beavers are independent right now. That's right. Yeah, we're we're independent. We're <laughs> <laughs> for other reasons, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but so we'll, we'll switch. We'll switch the conversation up. As much as yeah, we want to live up the glory days here <laughs> of the Beavers, <laughs> the, the not so glory days that's or the right. glory. That's right. <laughs> yeah, giving away my hope. Um, yes, but uh, so um, women's hockey though. Professional women's hockey's up and rolling. The NWHL. Yeah, they're right, doing like a right. little, yeah, they're doing a little bubble league hockey for the Isobel Cup. Yeah, and it looks like when it goes through the end of this month, and then is February fourth, fourth and is it the fourth and fifth? Yeah, the the semifinals and the finals, right? Yeah, and then you can see that on NBC Sports and NBCSN. That's pretty cool. Like first nationally yeah. televised women's games. That'd be awesome. It, I was looking on their site right now, and it's pretty cool. You can actually watch all the games right now free on Twitch. Like they have, yeah, uh, just the, the NHL zone slash Twitch or slash NHL on Twitch or whatever NWHL on Twitch. But yeah, it's just linked if you Google their their big site. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, I've been trying to watch a game this weekend, but obviously with my busy schedule with other youth hockey and men's league and stuff, so we haven't been able to watch it, but. Yeah. I plan to watch a couple games this week with Alexi and for sure the championship on TV on NBC Sports. I think it's awesome. Yeah, to see the uh, Connecticut whale rocking the old like Hartford Whalers look. Yeah, and pretty the, dope. In, in like the Chicago Bears sea looking thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I well, apparently Boston is the is the team to beat this year, but they've already they're already down. I guess they've only played lost, one game but yeah. they've only lost, but it looks like the Minnesota Whitecaps, um, they're the top team right now, two and zero. Took it to them. Apparently, they said um, the, the Boston team is supposed to be the best, and the Toronto Six was going to be the team to maybe unthrown them, but neither team has gotten a win yet. So it's not panning out quite how they predicted. So I mean, that's cool though. It's exciting. You know, you don't you don't know who's going to be the winner. Yeah, I I kind of like the the Buffalo Buttes, man. That's a that's a pretty cool name. <laughs> They have some great names. Yeah, the Minnesota Riveteers, Connecticut Well, Boston Pride, Minnesota Whitecaps. Yeah, the Buttes. Yeah. And then what, Toronto Six? The yeah. Toronto Six is pretty cool. But who are you going for? Who's, like your, who's your team to Who's your team to win the, the Isabel Cup? Let's throw a little wager on this. Did they? I should check to see if they won because they were playing. But, I, you know, I put my money on the, the Whale. I just, I just want to go for the old Hartford look. Mm. I really like it, but I, I don't know if they even won. They were playing today. Yeah, they, um, well, they had one yeah. win, and then they were playing. They're probably still playing. What about you? Um, It's like, do I go for Toronto? Because I like Toronto Maple Leafs, but I think I'm going to stick to – I'm going to go with the Buffalo Buttes. I'm hoping they bring it out. Even though the Minnesota Buffalo. Whitecaps are up two, two games to none on most teams. So I'm going Buffalo, sticking with it. The Buttes. I like it. It looks like the Metro team beat Metro Paulson River Tears, whatever, beat the uh, the Whalers today. Ooh. So I think that's it. Puts them at one on one. So I, uh, we'll see. Could happen. All right. So if if, if uh, your team wins or my team wins, I guess dinner's on the other person. 
we'll, we can do a virtual Zoom dinner. And I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll pay for the uh, DoorDash to the deliver DoorDash, it to you. Yeah, yeah I'll DoorDash it win. to you in Oklahoma. I don't know how that works. We'll just do a DoorDash gift card or something. That would, that would work, yeah. All right. Thanks, all right. dinner's on you tonight. Yeah, but if, if uh, the other team wins, then or one of the other four teams win, I guess we're got to buy our own dinner. Let's see another little interesting story before we talk, like NHL, is uh, this Long Island University. I didn't know they were school, but I kind of saw this. They apparently put together a D1 men's team last year during the pandemic. Decided they were going to do it and recruit it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time to start any kind out. of business, you know? <laughs> why not why not (laughs) and uh it's pretty funny their jerseys they look like highlighters man they got like that really bright yellow and like a a baby blue um just like like the color is like a blue and yellow highlighter almost it's it's pretty funny but uh can't miss them anyway yeah exactly and uh the reason i kind of bring this up because i was looking around there's no i didn't see any college hockey updates in utah and anyways this d1 team they're only three and five in their first year but they decided to scrimmage liberty University's. D1 club team who's playing out of the ACHA, the American Collegiate Hockey Association. And uh, Liberty University got a win against them. And then uh, Long Island got the next win. So they split the series um, 1-1. But I just thought that was kind of cool because I know this back in the day, South Arizona State did it. They had a really good, you know, ACHA D1 team. And they started doing these exhibition games and then they, you know, they yeah. eventually went NCAA, so... And people maybe, people think they're going to win the national championship in the next couple of years. Yeah, and they've been building... They're building a big old rink out there in that Tempe area. And so, you know, maybe it's a glimmer of hope for, like, one of these Utah teams one day, maybe. <laughs> like, I think the University of Utah has had some inspiration. They, they, they brought on a women's team, and they moved up to D1 Club, while the other guys, UVU, WSU, USU, and BYU still sit in D2 Club the ACHA so well you know I don't know you know they're a Pac-12 school they have money maybe maybe they can get some kids you know to come to Utah for some hockey but uh yeah so that was kind of cool Liberty club team going and beating an NCAA team and they NCAA team actually beat Army last week so yeah and I I think some of these club players are not like so far away you know from being a a good NCAA player. They might have been like one party away, or you know, like <laughs> or just wanted to drink too much, That's you know. Right. So like you, like you see some of the guys playing club hockey. They're like, I just didn't want the full time job, and you know, I just want to party and play hockey. That's right. <laughs> so you want to jump in the NHL now? Yeah. So you wanted to start out with the big news of the Lanay Dubois trade? Yeah. I. Why? Why don't we? You know these. <laughs> Two unhappy <laughs> the guys two, uh, getting what they want. Fit throwing NHL players. <laughs> but, Showing that you can throw a fit and get your way. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> well, I mean, it's good to keep players around that are want to, you know, want to play for you. I mean, it kind of sucks for teams that don't have players that want to play there. Yeah, and I and I heard that uh, the uh, so like Dubois here, Dubois out of Columbus was trying to keep it low key, like. I don't want to be here, but I don't. I want to handle it internally. And then you know, Torts of course came out and was like, "Ah, it sucks having players that don't want to play for you." And just called them out, and then you're like, "Oh, okay, so it's, it's a big deal. Like it's not yeah. going. You know, it's not happening internally." Yeah, but then he starts the fire, and then any time uh, like a reporter is like, "Hey, you want to comment on this?" Like, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to talk about right. it. Right, we're hand. It's internal. And you're like, is it though? Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, you got, then, I mean, maybe he, yeah. he pushed these like, well, hey, this guy wants to keep it quiet. It's going to drag on. Because there's been players before that like, hey, I want out. And then a year and a half goes by and they're still playing there because they couldn't get the right yeah. deal. So maybe towards like, oh, I'll get this done. I'll start a fire. <laughs> it seemed, you know, like they had some good motivation. And Patrick Laine, you know, that's a good player. That's a good caliber player to get in return. Yeah. Along with Dubois, uh, Jack Rosovic. Yeah, I think Dubois is more like the all-around better player. Like, he can play physical. He can play hard. He can score goals. But, dude, if you're just looking for someone to just put the puck in the net, dude, Lana is the better player. Yeah, I mean, it to go with, like, Texier and Rinsky. And then they got, the, you know, the older captain, Felino. I mean, Columbus I got some... I mean, if Firepower. you if you think about it, they really just traded the second pick for the third pick that year because that was the year Austin Matthews went first, and then Lane went second, and Dubois went third. Right. So really, I mean, they, they, went, swap, they just yeah. swapped one one higher in the draft, and and Columbus, I like Columbus yours got, and you like mine. yeah, and Columbus got the second player, and that they got Rosovic, which is from Columbus. And so he wants yeah, and he, to, he wants to play there. So you got a guy who didn't want to play in Columbus for a guy who really wanted to play there, and you got Patrick Lane. So that yeah, and that was pretty funny because he signed like instantly, like a two year deal, right when like the trade happened, right? Like I think it was like <laughs> yeah. three point something mil for two years. You know, like as soon as the trade was complete, and you're like, all right, he was ready for it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he didn't have a contract before, so he's pretty motivated to get paid. Yeah, that's awesome. I like to see the hometown guys go back home. I mean, other than when everyone goes to Toronto because it usually doesn't pan out for them. So usually everyone goes back to Toronto because that's where they were born and raised and then they suck. So Like half the NHL. You, know. <laughs> yeah. <It's really> the- <laughs> you got David Clarkson that had a crazy season in New Jersey, goes to Toronto, gets paid, and then he's end up getting bought out like two years later. So Yeah, not everything works out so well for you. <clears throat> Those buyouts, though, like it's a pretty sweet deal if you're the player, though. Like when it's like, we're going to pay you two mil over the next 14 years. Yeah, and then you can go play for whoever you want if if someone will sign you. Like, yeah, you're well, getting, you're getting paid either way. So like, so what? You know, I mean, it, it maybe it's like a, a you know shot to the pride to get bought out, but hey, like you you make money, and if you get signed again, you're making you're getting paid by two teams. Yeah, but I I mean I see all these big signings happening, and you're like, there's not that much of the pie to go around. Right. And, you know, every guy wants a bigger slice, and at the end of the day, there's only so much pie. But yeah, yeah, the market but, keeps going up. Do you think? Uh, do you think Columbus has it? Do you think this makes them a pretty good contender in the Central? Well, they're in second place already, so yeah, I think this only makes them better. So they're already at second place. So getting a little bit better, a little bit more goals because already, I mean, they're in second place, and Dubois hasn't been really playing that well. So it's got like one right, goal they didn't really have. So. Was much of a factor, and they got they finally got over that hump of beating Tampa Bay in regulation yeah. for the five two win yeah. yesterday. Yeah. I, I didn't realize they had lost, I guess, like eight straight regulation games, which you know, you know, they've had some OTs in there, but yeah, they yeah. beat them pretty good. As long as they don't go to OT and Braden Point gets Brayden. the puck, you know, they can, yeah. they can win. As long as Braden Point is not sitting at the point with the puck, <laughs> just an overtime killer, especially if Columbus. Yeah, but we had a lot of other stuff happen in the league this week. It looks like uh, we got the Corona caps. Yeah, tough break, man. <laughs> Those yeah, Russian Corona caps. I like how you coined that. <laughs> yeah, the Russian Corona cap week. Get to get the good vodka in his room. 
I'll go there. <laughs> Samsonov. <laughs> it was the road of Everyone, vodka. Yeah, Samsonov apparently had the good vodka because uh, uh, Russia, all of Russia, you know, on the caps went to go party in his room, and they all got quarantined. So, no, I I saw the you know the paraphrase. I'm paraphrasing here the quote of like Vetchkin basically come out and saying. I regret going to hang out with my teammates in the lock, you know, outside of the locker room. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do think like that would be hard, you know, like in this COVID time, like, you know, you get back to the hotel, you're like, ah, we've been quarantined together as a team. You know, I feel like I could go to my buddy's room. We can try and stay apart, you know, like it would be hard not to easily do something like that. Just well, you're randomly. Like, we've been hanging out on the ice all day. We went in the same locker room. And we're sharing water bottles. We're sharing water <laughs> bottles, and now we're just gonna take a couple shots of vodka in Samsonov's room. What? What? What's the yeah. harm? No big deal, right? You know. But I also yeah. think that they're on the road. Uh, yeah, I also feel like that. Uh, um, comment was a little like, yeah, sorry, we were just hanging out with our teammates, like a little sly, like, yeah, what, maybe what, like are you yeah. guys, what are you guys throwing a fit about, like? And that's the rules, and it's going to happen the rest of the year, and it's going to, but we all know this is going to happen, and it's okay. Yeah, and you know, the $100,000 that was charged to the Caps, and they can cover it. <laughs> they probably they probably passed the bill to Ovechkin, like, all right, buddy, you got this one. You get all the money on this team, so. <laughs> yeah. Help us out here, bro. No, Ted Leones is the, the owner. He probably is like, dude, I got it. I'll even add a tip. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they'll give you a little on top. <laughs> yeah, sorry tip. for the inconvenience. Sorry for sorry NHL. We'll give you a tip. Hey, you know, but it it gave Buffalo a shot. It did. I, mean, I haven't I haven't a, seen the end score of today's game, but they went to overtime. They, they won in the shootout. Buffalo won Buffalo today in the him. shootout. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Finally. <laughs> After, yeah, Keiko got one. Oh, nice, nice. And uh, someone else. It was like two, three after. 2-1 after the shootout. I can't remember how it's scored on Buffalo, but yeah. Hey, they picked up their second dub of the season. Our, our Buffalo prediction's not really panning out yet, but they have played the Caps four yeah. times. Yeah, we did clarify Taylor Hall's only making $8 million, right? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> we should clarify that our pick was not really supposed to be Buffalo. <laughs> but we, we messed that one up. <laughs> but it's a short season. They can get back to it. And yeah, you know, you can get hot. You know, I mean, the with the St. Louis Blues won the cup two years ago. They were last place at like the halfway point, right? January 1st, I think they were last place and made it all the way. Well, there was a time last year when Buffalo, was it last year or the year before when they went on like that 13-game win streak and they were the first in the, that division? It is pretty – I think you're right. It, it's funny how you see the streaky teams. Like in the middle of the season, it's like it could be completely different, the standings. Yeah, so maybe – You know, like who's – So maybe they get hot and they get going, so – but the Toffoli's been on a heater. Talk speaking heaters, dude. Yeah, what is it? Eight, eight points in the last four games. Well, he's only played four games, so I mean, that's, so, that's two points in a all game. Four, yeah, averaging two points a game. He all of a sudden the Canadians. What well, they're sitting at the top of the league, ten points. Yeah, I'm still not jumping on the band. Top of that coach north. I mean, <laughs> it's still so early. Yeah, and I mean, and I don't want to you know, see you the got Canadians. A hot <laughs> I really don't want to see the halves going all the yeah. way, but Corey Perry debuted and got a goal last night. I know, I, man. I was doing some fan dueling yesterday. Do you do the fan duel ever? I have not fan dueled it. No, dude, I'll get you in on the fan duels. We do, we do like yeah, uh, our own way. private like contests. I'll get you on the fan duel crew. Okay, send you an invite. Down. 
I'll get my. If you sign up, then like you get a you get ten bucks, and I get ten bucks after we do so much betting. So okay, it's like making money, making money. Yeah, I'll get you in on it. So, but Tyler Foley has been the hot hand. But I was gonna say I was gonna pick up Perry because he was gonna play, but I was like, yeah, and then, but then he plays for the Canadians. So because I'm on an anti pick Canadians players when I play FanDuel, but it kind of hurt <laughs> me a lot this weekend. I went heavy. At a Leafs fan, right? I went heavy Vancouver on all four games and came out on top once. So Vancouver. They got, you know, Bo Horvat looks pretty good. They've had some up and down games. They beat Edmonton. They beat, you know, Montreal. But we'll see that that Scotia North is going to be competitive for sure. Yeah. And I was talking to another buddy last night about Vancouver and he was saying how they suck. And I was like, well, I still see him getting into the playoffs. And he's like, how so? And I'm like, well, it's a 60% chance almost they get in the playoffs. So that's pretty good. Right. And there's, there's only seven. Yeah, and they're only in, there's only seven teams in that division, so four of them make it. So there's only three of them that don't. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't seem too far off that they will make it at what four of the, the top four. Yeah, so I, I still think Ottawa misses the playoffs. I I think Winnipeg will not make the playoffs, and so really, it's who knows. Edmonton could suck it up the rest of the season too. It doesn't look like McDavid's really catching fire yet. I mean, they haven't played in a couple of days, but. You never know. I mean, yeah. never count out McDavid. So I feel like he'll get his regardless of what the team success is. He'll yeah. be up there in points. Oh yeah. So any other hot streaks you want to talk about in the NHL? Um, no, I think that was it. I I did see a little glimmer. You're probably excited about the Austin Matthews suited up today, right? He was out a couple. Yeah, a couple he, games. He was out. He was only out one game. He sat was it out. only one. Yeah, they said he didn't feel good, but then they called it an upper body injury, but then he was in the game today. I was watching it, actually, when we started um, recording this. They won. looked like Campbell got hurt at the end, but they ended up winning. Okay. Lexi had a little bet with her coach that if the Leafs, because I guess he's a Flames fan, so they had a little bet going on because he was at the practice today, this morning also, and he was like, what's the bet? And uh, apparently... Yeah, whoever lost had to wear the other team's jersey and then do ladders at practice <laughs> on Friday. So <laughs> it looks like Ooh, that's the, a good bet. Yeah, so looks like uh, the coach is wearing a Leafs jersey and doing ladders at practice on Friday. Bag skating in a Leaf jersey. <laughs> that's right. I like it. <laughs> I had to remind Lexi. I was like, "Hey, if they lose, you got You got to hold up your end of the bargain." And she's like, "They're not losing." So. <laughs> <laughs> Good for her, the confidence, man, the confidence. Yeah, she she loves betting on games. Like, I don't know if she, because I always, like, bet with people, like me and my little brother Ben. Yeah. Whenever the Leafs played the Avalanche, we always had a bet going on. Like, hey, what's the bet tonight? Or me and Autumn, whenever the Leafs and Capitals are playing, like, what's the bet tonight? You know, it's usually a pretty good <laughs> bet with your wife, you know, when your teams are playing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You win more ways than one. That's right. That so, that, or you lose more ways than one. Or, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so, true. But with uh, the Leafs and Caps not playing this year, it looks like I'm not winning any bets in that department. So it's going to be a long season. <laughs> a dry season. <laughs> oh, yeah. So... Oh. On a hot note, actually, I did, you know, I'm a little jaded here, but, uh, hey, the Penguins got three OT 
pass regulate well an overtime and two shootout wins. Yeah, and two against the Caps. Talking about the Caps. <laughs> Which is cool because, you know, Sovetskin and Crosby, you know, we're going to see that a lot this season, but I like to see Crosby winning it in overtime on yeah, Tuesday. That was, and that was a, just a, dude, kids, go to the net. Good things happen right, when yeah. you go to the net. He was coming from the side, right place, right time. Like if, I guess we'll get it on net. If Crosby ever writes a book, it'll be called the life of Crosby, just go to the net. <laughs> good things will happen. Just, go, <laughs> just yeah. go to the net. Good things will happen. Exactly, dude. And that's yeah. You know, he's had a good success that way. But um, you know the uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they can uh, pull out any wins, not or in regulation. You know, because they have yet to do that. They got another shootout against Buffalo, <laughs> but or no, New York. Sorry, that night, New yeah, York. Yeah, but today, so we'll see what happens as they're playing right now against the Rangers. So. Well, maybe. Never. never say never. Yeah. I mean, the Boston right. Bruins yeah. didn't score a five-on-five goal for, like, their first two weeks of play, so. Yeah, that was <laughs> pretty strange to see with Marshy and Bergeron out there. But they, where you're like, how are they not? But they made up for it yesterday, so they're back to form, which that's even worse than the Canadians, I think. But we don't have – Toronto doesn't pasta. have to play them all year. Pasta's still out, right? I believe so. Yeah. I haven't seen him come back. No, he's still out. He's he's on my IRR on my fantasy team. That was my uh, auto pick. I definitely didn't pick a Boston Bruin. <laughs> right. Yeah. That was my I, phone I didn't log it. in quick enough, and I got auto picked. Man. Uh, I didn't see, or I did see on, on with Toffoli. That this is a little tidbit, but yeah, it was kind of cool. Carey Price got a 350th win last night. Yeah, he's up there with well, youngest. To, to 350 wins with like Patrick Waugh, Broder, Flurry, and Terry Shawchuk. Okay. So he's up there with those guys That's on fastest to 350. Yeah. Some legends right there. I mean, Flurry's not in the Hall of Fame yet because he's still playing, but he's definitely going to be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So. Three cups under his belt, you know. Bunch of wins, yeah. And then he, I was cool. Flurry, you know, went back to the cup right after he made, you know, with the first year team in Vegas. I think that was a pretty remarkable feat. Oh, yeah. That's always I mean, a good thing. They had the whole team look great, but still, it was pretty cool to see. They, to I mean, Ovechkin wasn't going out without a cup that year. Unfortunately, they didn't get it, but. Yeah. Flurry was in the Stanley Cup finals three years in a row, but fifth period. And when uh, expansion teams usually are expected to win, like, 20 out of the 80 games, you know? <laughs> yeah, they, they had, they said playoffs. Run. Their original thing was like playoffs in three years, Stanley Cup in five, or, or it was five and seven, but they made the Stanley Cup finals in one and playoffs in all four. So, well, they'll probably make it this year. So it'll be four. So, yeah, they look pretty good. But yeah, so no interview today. No, none. So just the two of us. <laughs> But I thought we'd uh, share our like our introduction to hockey and how we got into hockey. So yeah. So Mason, how did you get into hockey? Or so, ice hockey, I should say. Ice hockey. I actually the inspiration, kind of like what Trey said when we interviewed him. My mom got me into it as she played as a kid, um, and she was she was a little phenom. She was like in the newspaper at eight, but then you know because she made the boys travel team. Back oh, in the really? day, the Swaha team. Yeah, she, I have the, she still has the article. It's pretty cool. And then she quit at like 14 because there was only boys and they started checking and she was getting killed. 
And uh, she later on returned in her 20s when they finally brought some women's teams to Utah or formed some teams. And, yeah, she got me into it. I've started – I was, what, six or five or six? I think I played mites, you know, a good year of mites for the uh, Salt Lake County Youth League, and I was on the Sharks. I do remember that. And uh, I didn't like it. Man. I didn't have a good experience. You weren't, you weren't, you weren't hooked at mites. No. And I, well, and I had like a couple of kids on my team that were like bullies, I would say, you know, like lack of a better word, but they would just, you know, they didn't make my life easy. They were like, one of them always like was checking and hitting on the ice, you know, we weren't supposed to hit yet. And then I had this one period, this one moment where I went to go get a drink of water, you know, it was like, everybody go to the bench, you know, and the water bottles are up on the bench. Right. And uh, as I get there, this kid knocks them all off the bench and throws them in the bench. They're like, well, you got to get back. Come on. And no. so I couldn't reach him because he knocked him off the bench and I couldn't reach in there and get a water. No water and I couldn't reach you. up over to unlatch the door and get him. Yeah. And so my, my mom was like in the stands, like crying. <laughs> oh man, that's, that's terrible. And, and I, yeah, so I, I gave it up for a little bit cause I was, I was huge on the Saturday morning cartoons in that time of my life. You know, do you remember that day, those days you get up and, Dude, Saturday morning cartoons, cartoons were on. so much better when we were kids. Dude, yeah, like it was old WB thirty, I think, like Warner Bros. Channel. Yeah, they had them, and, and uh, Fox, I think, had some. Dude, Bobby's World. Did you ever watch Bobby's World? No, I watched <laughs> Eek the Cat. Like, Did you watch Eek the Cat? No, I was a Yu Gi Oh. Oh, Power Rangers, dude. <laughs> uh, I did, you know, all the oh all yeah, the super nerd stuff. that's when you watch Pokemon. Pokemon was there. Digimon <laughs> came out for a little bit. <laughs> I, I guess, yeah, I'm a little bit older than you, but when I was younger, it was Eat the Cat. You know, that was before the Disney Channel, so, like, all the Disney shows were on regular, like Goof Troop and Bonkers and Darkwing Duck were on regular TV back then. But, yeah, Saturday, Duck was good, yeah. Saturday morning was a... Dude, I'd get up early. I'd be like, dude, my yeah. show's on at 7 a.m. I'm getting up. Like, there was this, like... You can't wake up for school ever, right? But, like, Saturday morning for cartoons, you're up. Yeah, they had these like uh, I forget what it was called, but it was like these like Japanese Ninja Warriors, but they were on like really early. It was like Power Rangers, but mixed with Dragon Ball Z, but they were only on at like 7 a.m. on Saturday. I was like, I'm getting up. (laughs) I'm up. I'm there in front of the TV. I'm ready for that. Got got my Pop Tarts, whatever I got, you know. Yeah, dude, and uh, the the Mighty Ducks cartoon. Did you ever watch that? That was the coolest show. I had some little action figures too as a kid. Yeah, dude. That and like, they were great. When Disney Plus came out, I, that was the first thing I was like, "Dude, Mighty Ducks the cartoons on." It was the first thing I watched on oh, Disney Plus. Yeah, I haven't watched that. That's 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 a really good idea, actually. Dude, well, Disney Plus. you got nothing else to do, dude. I'm let's okay. Let's watch the entire series this week and let's talk about it next week. Oh, yeah. I, think, I think the Let's entire series is like five episodes, but is it only that long? With like it was, one season it's pretty or short. Yeah, Phil, the okay. <laughs> the, the the GM <laughs> of the team, <laughs> he's a character. Yeah. <laughs> I think like most of the episodes are like the same episode over. I feel like, but yeah, let's yeah, we're definitely gonna be talking about that next week. So anybody else that wants to watch my next cartoon and. You know, tune in next week to figure out what we're talking Let us about. Know what your thoughts are, yeah, and you can hear get on the insider scoop on it. But uh, so yeah, anyways, I gave up my the ice hockey like after that first year because I was like, you know, I have like buddies at home that I can watch cartoons on Saturday. Why would I go play 
this sport where these guys are mean to me. I don't have much fun. And uh, so I didn't really play for a while. And then I, I got into roller hockey around eight. And, you know, I think so like three or four years later, and uh, we were playing the old Kearns Recreation Center, like slash daycare center on a basketball court. They had, uh, oh, what was it? Uh, um, yard tables or uh, picnic tables as boards, you know, down the sides. <laughs> and uh, it was a, the ball, and it was just, it was some ragtag stuff, man. You know, it was like they had some smelly old goalie gear that was a community gear, and you just had someone swap out and play goalie every game. Yeah. And then that was fun. That moved over to Hollywood Connections. You know, when that place got done, their roller rink. And I continued to play there up through like age 14. And it was a lot of fun. But it kind of got to the point where, you know, there wasn't a whole lot of growth opportunity more. And the, the competitiveness wasn't, you know, it was so inconsistent. We tried to take a team up to Colorado a couple of years and play roller hockey with the puck. And we always got smoked. It was just fun. But we got smoked. And so at age 14, I decided to return to the ice as a Bantam. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I had a hard time going back and forth trying to learn ice hockey, how to skate and then go back and play roller hockey. So I was just like, I'm just gonna have to pick. This is a fun challenge now. And I just switched ice at, you know, 14 and never looked back. Yeah. And that, that's when you got your first goal. Remember? We talked about that we right did at the talk end of that season. Bantam. Yeah. It was, that's what made me think about this was when you said you got your first goal as a Bantam, but yeah, it was. You started as a kid, went away from the game, came back strong. It was fun, man. Yeah, I. It was. It was a good time. I. Uh, yeah, it took me a whole year to like get my feet wet, and I was. I felt like I was just getting blown up every other play and not doing anything. And then those two goals in my last game of the season kind of like made it worth it. You know, or like gave you that feeling of like, oh, let's do this. I kind of want to do this. So I did some. Uh, old wise tech camps back in the day jeremy weiss i don't know if you remember him but Dude, i started going I, to his camp and so he, I, he really like changed my game the you want to know what i learned about him today what's that that wise guy because uh weiss, you just about discovered him today well i didn't i didn't know who he was or anything and today me and my other coaching partner we were talking and i we were talking about our game and I was talking about how this other coach was yelling because my other coach had to deal with. I guess there was a fight in the fourteen U game yesterday, so he was dealing with that because he's on the board. And we were talking about like coaches that got thrown out of the game, and I was like, "Yeah, you know, I don't. I'm not much of a yeller or whatever, especially at refs when I coach." Mm-hmm. And he was like, "Yeah, me either." And I was like, "Yeah, that other coach yesterday, we were just yelling at the ref, and he was like, you knew that is right.'" And I was like, "No," and he's like, "It's." twice and i was like what and he told me all about it and so i was like yeah so i guess uh we played against his team <laughs> he was like nice. his kid his kid was the one with the his name on the back of the jersey nobody else has their name on the back of the jersey except <laughs> his kid <laughs> That's right. it's the, yeah <laughs> so so his yeah coach too back yeah in the day, so. well yeah so i i guess i coached against one of those guys yesterday but it sounds like it's probably the younger wife i imagine if it's if he probably the probably but he was telling me about how they have some hockey academy and a magazine, and it might be—I don't know what's going on these days. But yeah, he basically they call it Wise Tech, you know, and they would do these summer camps, and and honestly, it was really good for like power skating. Yeah, and because he he was a very um, technical like skater, you know, like 
really focused on how to position your feet when you make good power turns and how to, you know, keep the strength in your legs. And so like, you know, where to center your gravity so you don't get blown up. And I'm not, I mean, when I was early on trying to learn how to play that, it did help me a lot um, in progress. And then uh, later on, I ended up playing against him when he was at BYU. He was coaching there. And then I played against him in men's league when he was playing and he was always kind of an a-hole to me. <laughs> but he did call me out when he's like, remember I coached you, Mason? And I was like, yeah, why are you so mean now, Jeremy? <laughs> well, but he had a pretty cool career. I think he came to Utah. I can't remember where they lived. He was like Mormon, but he had led, he had the Utah like high school hockey records and like goals and points and assists for like a while. I don't know if he still does. And then he played some years at BYU. But, well, Anyways, nice. So yeah, that youth hockey led me to. Oh, sorry, Copper Hills High School. Played there for a few years. Um, did one year of the Wamaha Junior Grizzlies U16 team. We it was a first year team, so we uh, we lost a lot of games, but had a good time. <laughs> <laughs> we were like an A slash B team and tried to play double A, and so uh, like, well, it was tough. But well, it challenged you. Yeah. Exactly. Got to travel around. We tried to do a team the next year, U18 team, and we uh, played like one tournament, scrimmaged the Renegades and the Wildcats, the AA teams in a couple times, and then folded because we had like 12 dudes <laughs> split up by Utah County and Salt Lake Valley. Like half of us were like an hour away, you know, on yeah. either side of the valley, and one practice was in Salt Lake and one was in Provo. <laughs> it was like, just logistically, it was a nightmare. Oh, and, man. uh, and then, uh, yeah, I ended up trying out for Weber State when I got out of high school. Um, I had always kind of been interested in, like, up north and, like, the Wildcats and Weber State growing up. I didn't really know much about it. And then I, when I was looking at colleges, Weber State was definitely a lot easier to get into and like, standards. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, I could potentially get more, like, academic, you know, money. I ended up getting a grant to go there. And so I went and played there for a couple years and. I, I actually, uh, I actually tried out for Weber State one year. I even, Are I even registered. I even registered and everything to just to try out. I was like, yeah, like try and play college hockey. If, if, if I can play college hockey, then I guess I'll go to college because I definitely didn't like school. And yeah. I tried out, and and at the end of the tryouts, they're like, yeah, so uh, we you did great, but uh, we already got our three goalies. And I was like, oh yeah, which ones made it? And they're like, oh, none of them were here. Yeah, <laughs> none of them came Dude, to try out. Right, man. So I was like, "All right, well, thanks for uh, nothing." I guess it was a fun weekend. It was expensive drop-ins, I guess. So, <laughs> and that's all. Yeah, the trouts you were, and that's that was the hard part. Is it was like as a club, it, it can be very political, and you know, you don't really know like if the leadership and the club, you know, because student ran, but you have coach, and if the leadership and the coach aren't on the same page, or they let one dominate too much. It just gets very out of hand. And those years, 2010 to 2012, when I was playing, it was it was the same thing. Like, I was only a third or fourth liner, and I would go to every practice. And if I missed one practice, he'd be like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bench you. You know, you're not playing this game. I'm like, why? He's like, you missed a practice. I'm like, I was sick. You know, and then, like, this other guy, we had this guy, uh, Benneke, and he would never come to practice. And he played every game, like every other shift. He was like the Duncan Keith, you know, style defenseman getting uh, all the ice time. Uh, and he was like 30, I felt like he was in his 30s, and he always was like coughing up chew spit in a lung in the locker room. Like he sounded like he was going to die. 
<laughs> somehow so, he was put in that. So he's 10 years older you know, than everyone. He's he's a super senior, and he's never shown up to practice, and he plays every game. He probably didn't even pay either. Out, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I doubt it. And I would see him out back before, like, they'd come in from out back before the game starts, him and the coach, you know, smelling of some herbs and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> I see what's going on. Ripping joints so in the I, parking lot, going to play in right? college hockey. Is it, yeah. Anyways, we, we were really bad. I didn't have a good experience. Um, I didn't, you know, a lot of the top guys were kind of like the toxic leadership where it was like, if you're not top six and like, we don't care about you, you know? And so I played a couple seasons didn't, and I didn't do so well in school those two years. I didn't know what I wanted to do. So I ended up dropping out school for a little bit and switching over to men's league. That's probably why, that's probably why the Weaver County ice sheet is a swap. It's like focus from Weber State Hockey to Ogden Mustangs is because <laughs> yeah, obviously I mean, obviously the the Wildcats weren't the you know the team they wanted to be their poster team I guess represent yeah they never I think they would they did a little decal on like one of the side parts of the rink it was like some old Weber State logo too like it wasn't even like the right hockey logo but <laughs> they probably yeah. lost the like their locker room too. You know how like the Mustangs have like their own like locker room in there. Yeah. Does Weber State? No, they, still... I, I was there for that when the Mustangs came in. They built. They like knocked out a bunch of space in the middle. Like the worst locker rooms where like the showers are broken. Yeah. They like gutted it all out and made the whole like team room and um, locker room. And Paul Flieger, who ended up he coached Weber on and off for a while, and he was like kind of a mainstay in Ogden hockey for a while, like paid for them to get the big old Mustangs logo on the center of the ice. Yeah. And they like invested hard. And I remember it was like, Weaver definitely had a chip on their shoulder. Like, Oh, nobody ever cared that much. You know, when we were the main team and, uh, <laughs> but honestly, I think it did well for them for both programs because it kind of made Weaver state want to be more competitive and want to like try harder to get people to the games. And after those years when I left, they ended up, they fired that coach, like the like the kid, the student organization voted the coach out. <laughs> you know, revamped the program. Everybody basically tried. And he called all their buddies that was good and had, was willing to pay to play. And they went into nationals a couple of years, and it was like they. And then sometimes, you know, some of the Ogden Mustang kids that you know weren't going to go D one or something started trickling in. So it That's ended good. up, I think, being a lot better for both both organizations. You know, even though it was like. <laughs> Hard, you know. I think it's yeah. uphill at first, but yeah, yeah. Hey, man. I know we always joke around because like, well, they're paying seven grand to play. <laughs> we our dues are fifteen hundred. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. we also got tuition, so it kind of sucks too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, but yeah, that's that's kind of my story. Um, what about you, man? Wasn't it your brothers that kind of got you? So, so me, so I'm a first generation hockey player. I never had any. My dad didn't play. I've only seen my dad on ice skates. I think. For ten minutes, <laughs> heck yeah! It was a brown pair of like rental skates, and he's like, yeah, "I'm buying my own skates if I want to ever skate again." And he never bought skates, so he never skated again. That so. was it. <laughs> that was it for my Sorry. dad. That was it for my dad. But uh, no, when we were younger, like of course, Mighty Ducks came out, and I was uh, like, Mark, my older brother, he got a street stick for his birthday, like a purple Franklin street stick. And uh, we would 
play with that and we only had one stick so I would like go out in the garage and I found like two pieces of wood and some nails and I nailed them together and that was my hockey stick <laughs> when I was little nice. Mark Mark broke oh, the win- Mark broke the window at the house I remember that with his hockey stick and his puck and then it, we just played a little street hockey around was he was Mark just me missed the net hit the window we didn't have a net <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I think he just got the. It was probably one of those like puck slash stick like combo sets, you know, you get at uh, Toys yeah. R Us, and so that's what he got for his birthday one year. I mean, I'm probably five, six of this. You know, I'm pretty young this time. And then time went on. '96. You know, Grizzlies come into town, and my older brother JJ he right. starts taking us to Grizzly games, and ends up being our our weekend thing because we always went over to my brother's house for sleepovers. And cause he, cause Kyle, his boy was, you know, he was about, he was a little bit younger than me, but we were old enough that like, we could all hang out. So we'd always go to my brother's house for sleepovers. So the sleepovers ended up being, um, grizzly game weekends. And so we went to a lot of grizzly games with him. And so that's kind of where our passion, I guess you could call it for the game started was the grizzlies coming into town and, and then some time went on and we went to a lot of grizzly games and, when Kyle was really young and Mark was in ninth grade, they started playing ice hockey and I wanted to play too, but it was like my brother JJ was the one that was going to drive them both to hockey. And that was kind of the way that he got in was like, well, I'm going to take Kyle. So I guess I'll take Mark. And, and, uh, they played yeah. golden spike and golden spike played on Sunday. So my dad was like, eh, Nope, <laughs> not happening. Huh? <laughs> not happening. And I wanted to play so bad. And, and the next year, like we Gold played, Spike, were they the Wildcats? No, it was just Golden Spike, just called Golden Spike. Just Golden Spike. They, like their okay. logo was like the train and the the spike, you know, in the middle. Like, yeah. <laughs> their jerseys were like interchangeable. Like you, one side was blue and you'd wear it, and then like you'd do it inside out, and it oh, was the yellow. Reversible? Yeah, it was reversible oh, jerseys. Yeah. And so practical. He was playing that, and Kyle was playing, and Kyle was playing at, like, the intermission at the Weber State games back then. You know, he was, like, a mini mite, mm-hmm. and so we'd go watch that, and and I just wanted to play. And so I always wanted to play goalie, and I remember my brothers would always, like, we'd go play out in the, the driveway, and I'd, like, we had this Power Rangers backpack that I put on, like, on my front, and we stuffed some, like, pillows in it. And then we just duct taped it to a t-shirt and that was my chest pads. But like, it was so thick that I couldn't see down and I got like so frustrated and like, but there's nothing covering my arms. And I think I'm wearing these like Franklin leg pads that are basically just like, you know, like memory, not even memory foam. They're just like <laughs> stuffed with a little the like. Men's gift, gift goalie. Yeah. yeah so there. like you drop down into butterfly and it hurts worse than actually getting hit by the ball or puck, whatever you're playing with. <laughs> Just even trying to make the save is yeah. the most painful part. And, like, we'd play street hockey, and, like, did I get hit with that puck so hard? Like, I wasn't wearing a mask <sighs> or nothing. Like, we'd play we'd play with the rubber pucks and everything, and I'd be like, oh, and my brother's like, if you want to be a goalie, you got to deal with the pain. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Adam Sandler and, like, like seriously, that's Happy ex- Gilmore, dude, you know, like. <laughs> Four more days till next season trouts. Gotta get stronger. Except for I was the one getting hit with the puck, and I was not the one pumping myself up. It was my brothers just telling me like, "You gotta toughen up." <laughs> Tough, Nick. Yeah, so they you didn't me. even have like the Jim Craig, Jason mask on. No, or anything nothing, on. nothing. I had a a backwards backpack with a pillow in it and some cheap foam <laughs> Franklin knee pads, 
And then uh, getting creative. So after that, I I wanted to play so bad, and so I would work for the summers for my dad. He was construction, you know, and I got I made like two bucks an hour, twenty five cents. I forgot, you know. I think I got to raise that summer to two bucks an hour from twenty five cents. It was a big, big yeah, summer for me. Oh yeah. So I'd work for my dad, and I would earn money. And that was back when like you had to do the dial up internet, and like I would just like get online and like just look at hockey pads all day long or like my brother got a USA hockey magazine and I, I called every, like they had the ads in there and it was like call for catalog. I called every place and got a free catalog and I would just, (laughs) I had so many like hockey equipment in the perfect goalie pack. Yeah. So, but but then again, I can't afford it because like my dad's like, if you want to play, you got to buy your own stuff first. And I was like, okay, I saved up like a hundred bucks. That's the hardest position, dude. Yeah. So I like a grand for leg pads. Yeah. So I, I, uh, saved up like a hundred bucks and I bought a helmet an iTech helmet and I bought my bag. I was like, well, I gotta have a bag cause I gotta start filling it. You know, I would hate to like buy a bunch of gear and not have a bag. So I bought a bag and so I had a helmet, a bag and I went to, you're on your way. Yeah. And so, and then that summer they were doing like golden spike had summer league, I guess for kids. And it was basically just like practice. And this was yeah. when I was in like fourth grade and I was like, all right, well I'm going to go do that. So, and so my dad signed me up, and I just still didn't have any pads. And so I went out there. And, what am I going to show with my helmet? Yeah, and, gear? <laughs> and Mark Mark had played Golden Spike, so he knew about the closet with, like, the extra gear in it. So nice, yeah. so we raided the closet and, like, found me some leg pads, a glove, blocker, chest pads, except for he had never put Always on. Always, like, that room, I feel like, at every rink. Yeah, you know, like the dark dungeon room where you're like donated gear and whatever, <laughs> just sit somewhere or like yeah. lost and found. So that's what I wore the first time I ever played goalie was that stuff, and I, and like Mark had never played goalie, so like he didn't know how to like dress goalie. So like I was out there on the ice with no pants on, like I was just rocking like my jean shorts behind the pads. <laughs> Not no, no pants on, like. Like hockey pads, oh, oh, so I just was. I just strapped my <laughs> leg pads to my. I was wearing jean shorts, so like my leg pads were just strapped to my legs. I had my jean shorts just exposed, and I think I had a jersey that like he loaned me, and then uh, some old, you know, Cooper. I think it was all like black leather Cooper stuff that I was rocking, and then I of course I had my iTech helmet that I bought myself. So that was I my first time. A picture of this. <laughs> that was my first time playing goalie on the ice, and. I slowly learned that you're supposed to wear pants, you know, and so I I got some pants. Yeah. I saved up for some leg pads. I bought some, they were coho leg pads, and I slowly I, bought my own, well, I earned my own gear. I might, I'd work for my dad, and he'd buy me gear, so. And I still have most of it, like, just laying around. I mean, I didn't really get that much gear. I mean, goalie gear is so expensive, so, like, once I got it, I had it. I had to use it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta I, like use. You might be like two or three inches growing out of those leg pads. You're like, we could still make it work, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've only owned four pairs of leg pads in my entire life. <laughs> and, I don't blame you. And, and my whole like youth hockey from like I started in fourth grade and ending high school, I only had two sets. I had my first set, and then I got a new set like in when I was in like eighth grade, and then I wore those for the rest of my you know youth playing days. Yeah, that and, was that's the position too, man. Yeah, you like it's usually like five hundred bucks to a thousand bucks. Or when I was growing, we were growing up, like to get into hockey with the gear and the dues. 
but then like triple it if you want to be a goalie you know yeah. like, <laughs> you know with the gear the leg pads the skates man it's it's tough to get into yeah and when i was in the eighth grade i i was getting into it i was getting serious i think it was in seventh grade so i was playing the travel team well i got into youth hockey because the, my brother lived in Provo, and he's like, I was at the rink, and they don't play on Sundays. And so, like, we drove youth hockey all the way to, to Provo every week because they didn't play on Sundays. So, like, Saturday Man, all morning, the way to Provo. Yeah, we're getting up at 5.30 on Saturday to be there by 7, you know, on the ice at 7.30 or whatever some mornings, and it was... The commitment. It was a lot of driving and stuff, so... But it was a lot of fun, I and mean, that's really how that's I got cool. it. Was that that's from really, Davis County, too? Yeah, and that was... I mean, I lived in West Point, so we, we drove from West yep. Point to Provo two to three times a week for Correct. hockey. So it was it was a lot of fun. It was worth it. That's pretty cool. And that was, I mean, fairly typical. I think I knew kids that, like, in the Salt Lake Valley growing up that, you know, played travel in Ogden. You know, there just wasn't a whole lot of options yeah. growing up in those times. So sometimes you're going 40, 50 miles yeah, plus, just... you know, to play in your practice or whatever. So that was how I got my start. That's my into hockey and now i got my own kids playing and i think it's awesome you've been running the beavers hockey club for the last <laughs> what is that 10 years yeah we've been Plus now you've been running the beavers for 10 years it's been i guess my, this would have been our 11th season i guess like but we're not going right now and it's hard to it's find. pretty cool it's hard to find ice also so if anybody's got some you've ice time done, and you've taken it a little farther than near most teams you know you've gotten some swag and you've put on some <laughs> extra games and stuff yeah. you guys do well with it the we like to put on a little, a little more sure. fun with it we like to have a lot of fun so get some sweaters you know beaver hoodies and we've got beaver pucks yeah. and <laughs> the old yeah, beavers exactly. and the beaver pucks all the swag and you didn't you play was a davis dci davis county yeah so i played it was how you played yeah so i played high school for dci it was the first year that dci existed we we formed the team so and oh back, you stood your team up huh yeah that was the that was the first year and so i was a ninth grade goalie and we won the independent championship that year only the only year i won Dude, it, as so. a ninth grade goalie huh yeah. as a freshman goalie and like the other goalie That's pretty cool the other goalie you know the coach was like he was like a senior that year i think and the coach was like <laughs> he's like i've been waiting and the coach was like <laughs> for this shot yeah so the coach is like hey i'm gonna start him but if we get behind it all, I'm pulling him. We were playing, and the game was down in Provo, and he let in two goals in the first period. It was like halfway through the first period. He had already let in two goals. So he got pulled in the first period, and they put me in. And I didn't let a single goal in that game, so that's one of my better games I've played, but we won the championship that year. That's a pretty cool performance to start out your high school career Yeah, I'm, as a freshman, you know? I mean, unfortunately, that was – the closest we ever got to winning it. We got, we played. It was going to get, huh? <laughs> yeah, we, in my junior year, we went back to the championship and played um, Utah County Independent. And that was all the kids I grew up playing with it in Taha because right, they, you yeah. know, I was driving down there for Provo, for to Provo for hockey. So it was, I was playing against all the kids I grew up playing hockey against. And I wish I was still playing with them that game because uh, they worked us. <laughs> oh, yeah. Todd, they, yeah, was a good organization. Was it Tippinogus, like Amateur Hockey Association? And then yeah. They had that, like, funnel into Tippinogus High. was yeah. really good yeah, for Tim, a long time Tim out there. Good. Actually, guess what? We're playing in Provo, my youth team, this weekend. So 
It's always, hey, it's, it's always kind of like nostalgic when we go play there. I'm like, oh man, this feels so weird, you know, being here. And I remember all these and it's kind of a, you know, it takes me back to the good years of youth hockey when I was yeah. playing. So, but that's, and you get to see it on the other side of the coast now. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. So I'm excited this weekend to play in Provo, but that's my start into hockey. Um, We'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Well, we also, also, uh, we're going to start a, a mailbag. Welcome to Cup Talk mailbag. So you hit us up, DM us on Instagram at, at Welcome to Cup Talk if you got some questions you want us to answer on the pod. That's right. Yeah. We'd love to hear some feedback or some random questions, you know. We we'll, can talk about, let's, let's, you know, have some engagement. We'll, we'll, read, we'll read questions or we'll read if you like what you feel about the show, whether good or bad, we'll start it out. We'll, we'll, we'll just air it out. We'll just air it out. With, if you think we suck, we'll, we'll let everyone else know that you think we suck. <laughs> we'll keep it anonymous. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what? No guarantee. We'll keep it anonymous. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. No guarantee. Yeah. We'll keep it. Uh, <laughs> maybe you won't, your name won't be blasted, but <laughs> if you don't you want your name out there, post. If you don't want your name out there for sure, let us know and we won't get your name out there. But yeah, we'll give you a shout out whether you think we suck or not. So we'll accept, yeah, the good or bad feedback. Don't worry. Or the ugly. You can always be sure to be sure to catch us on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast now, right? Yeah, we're on Google we're on now. Those. We're on Google now. And Google. Yeah. The Google. That's right. Google us. Welcome to Cub Talk. Yeah, Googleable. Yeah. Well, all right, Mason. That's all I got for today. You got any more th- to say? No, that, that's uh, the extent of it, too. It was a good talk today. Yeah. Well, you have fun in Oklahoma. Visit the Eiffel. What's the Eiffel Tower out there? Uh, You know, there's a artillery museum on post, you know. So there's That's probably the equivalent, you know. <laughs> the, Eiffel <laughs> the Eiffel Tower. You can see some big old World War II guns, maybe. Nice. You know? Or there's a old Comanche graveyard. You know, they got some kind of, there's like a uh, famous like chief or something like that, Native American chief, you know. Nice. Uh, you know, you got two sites. They got one little rolling hill out here. It was what we call it in Utah, but that's their mountain. <laughs> <laughs> mountain, like, <laughs> I can't remember what it's called, but it, you could basically trip over it. Nice, you know? nice. Oh, that's the mountain. Cool. And, uh, but on your end, you know, good luck in Provo next week. Um, you know, don't let your daughter fall through any ice. That's right. They they are the polar bears too. They are the polar bears. <laughs> She's a real polar bear now. Yeah, I always knew, I always knew she got excited playing the polar bears because it's her favorite and it's her it's her uh, spirit animal. It's Lexi's spirit animal, polar bear. I didn't even realize they were the polar bears. This whole yeah. time that makes it even better. Yeah, they changed the whole ice princess story. Yep, the polar bears playing against the polar bears this weekend. Oh, and they're Provo polar bear. Yeah, the so. bears bear off. Well, welcome to the den. All right, Mason. You have a good weekend. It's been real. Yeah, it's been real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. But don't forget it's been to a great experience. Yeah, yeah, but don't forget to uh, write us on Instagram at welcome to cup talk doc, no, not dot com, and just at <laughs> welcome to cup talk. Yeah, hit us up at welcome to cup talk and let's uh, get your feedback and you know put it on the show and talk about what you guys have to say and then we'll talk to you know this Mighty Ducks TV show. Yeah, don't forget Next to watch week. Mighty Ducks cartoon show this yeah. week. Yeah. And if you all want to participate, watch it with, and uh, let's talk about it. All right, Mason. You have a good week. Hey, Nick. Hey, you too. We'll talk to you guys later. All right, later.